And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. All right, welcome back in Back to the Futures. Back again this week, Lucy Burge of the BetQL Network. Brandon Sprague here breaking down in all these playoff games, divisional round games. We've got Kansas City and Buffalo winding down as we record this in the first half. Uh, give you a quick update here because we're awaiting a field goal attempt from Kansas City, and it looks like it is going to be no. So we got a 14 oh. and a half in the divisional round. Three other games are down, Lucy, and I want to start with the game you probably want to go off on. The L.A. Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bucks were favored by two and a half. The over-under was 48 at the close. And, Lucy, I think this was it for Tom Brady. I think he's over. I think he's done. I am rattled because the whole time I'm watching this thinking this could be Tom Brady's last game, but that means that they're going to lose and they can't lose. I'm on the box here. And so they lost and I am so rattled because thinking, okay, is that the game Tom Brady goes out on? He walks off. He's done. He's the man in the arena walking out of the arena. Is that what's happening here? I don't know, but that was a really painful thing to watch until the end. The end was exhilarating, and you actually had that excitement that you had with Brady and the Patriots, where Brady's actually doing it. He figured it out. You always have faith in Brady. Never bet against Tom Brady or play off Tom Brady, but then he couldn't pull it off. And as soon as they were setting up for that field goal, everything just kind of deflated. Not, not to, no pun intended, but everything kind of just came down. And you're like, okay, he's Brady's going to lose, and maybe he's done forever playing football yeah that all the reports came out yesterday that tom brady might be hanging it up after today's game i don't think it was a coincidence she had like three or four big reports coming time i think maybe tom will reconsider this I, i'm gonna go at you a little bit here never bet against tom brady i did and it paid off no. the defensive line of the rams caused havoc all day and yes tom brady and the Bucs damn near came back they were down 27 to 3 and they got to the point of tying the game. I don't know if I've had emotions go so back and forth with betting involved where mm -hmm. I had a team, felt like they were going to cakewalk my way to a winning ticket and then choke away the lead only to feel like I'm going to lose that bet and then 20 seconds later feel like, okay, I've won the bet again because the Rams get the game-winning field goal. The over hits as well. Uh, just yeah. wild and insane that Tom Brady can come back from 28-3, Lucy, and potentially well, 27 to three. That's what I took out of this because you had, it, it, like I said, the same feeling and it turned into my bet was back on my mind and it turned into, are these the last moments of Tom Brady I'm seeing, but also are they not? Could they pull this off and he moves on? But there are so many, a lot of reports about him retiring. I don't know, there are two sides to this and I go back and forth because People say, so he released Brady Brand, the Brady clothing line, which is the most ridiculous thing he's ever done in his life because it's a $90 sweatshirt that just says Brady. You could have made it on custom yeah. ink. It is, it's, I don't know that it's any different than any regular sweatshirt you could buy, but that's besides the point, I guess, because Brady Brand and Man in the Arena, both coming out at the same time, seemingly preparing for his post-playing career, but he did this back in 2015 when he released Tom versus Time and built up TB12 kind of at the same time. So then people, he did the same thing also with Man in the Arena, the final episode is coming out in the spring, they say. So the last episode that aired was not the final one. Now it's going to be in the spring. So people are saying, is he going to announce his retirement through Man in the Arena? He did this with Tom versus Time, where he released the final episode was in 
February, and then the uh, final, final episode was a month later. That was back on Facebook Watch in those days when they were trying to build that up, but now it's Meta Watch or whatever. So he um, back then did the same thing and he didn't retire. So I go back and forth on this and I feel like if they won, the, if the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this season, he would retire. But they obviously are not going to do that. So I think he has one more year left in him. He has always said, I'm going to retire at 45. He's 44 right now. So he would be 45 by the end of next season, August 3rd, he, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. will be 45 years old. That's the age he's always targeted. I know he's jokingly said like, oh, into my fifties and all that's in the, in the commercial for crypto. He says, oh, what if I, I have 10 more years left. But I think 45 is that target date because he has this post playing career stuff and he's fashion now. He's in Nordstrom. Brady Brand is in Nordstrom. It's probably gonna be a Neiman Marcus and all the other stores too. So he is, diving headfirst into this tv 12s taken off he's branching out he's got all super bowls galore i think he's got one more year left with the bucks he does and so i think he will play out that year retire at 45 and i think he's not done yet well you know it's back to the futures here on the betql network the odyssey app wherever you find your podcast lucy burge brandon sprague here uh, as we dive into it, we got a loaded show. We have a lot of the divisional round games to break down. Cincinnati goes on the road, gets their first playoff win in franchise history, which, Lucy, if you would have paid me $1,000 to answer that question correctly, I for sure wouldn't have. So that was impressive. We'll talk about the, the frozen tundra game at Lambeau Field between the Niners and Packers. That was wild. We'll give you updates throughout the show of Buffalo, Kansas City. It's at the half 14 all. And uh, we're going to continue here with uh, the Bucks and the Rams a little bit. Uh, side note for the show. We've got Luke Pergrandi of PropSwap.com coming up uh, in our next segment. He's going to introduce you to prop swapping. And if you're not familiar with this term, what it is, how you do it, Luke's going to hop on with me and Lucy and, and walk us through it. I, I want to ask you, because you're right. I mean, I checked out the Brady brand last week. I couldn't have more disgusted of how gross that website was. It's like, who wants to buy a Tom Brady shirt that just says Brady for like $80? I'm out on Phil that. Phil Nicholson does. But, well, Phil Mickels, yeah, I, I don't know anybody that buys that stuff, but maybe there's a brand out there for somebody. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lucy, how wild, I want to ask you this before we get to that game. Just in the general sense of everything you just said, you think he comes back, he tries to win a Super Bowl and go out on top the way Elway did, but how, how bizarre and kind of weird is that going to feel? And I'll say this as a non-Patriot fan. It's going to be really odd if come Monday or Tuesday we do get a random announcement that Tom Brady is officially going to retire. And that was just it. Like, usually with these guys, Ben Roethlisberger this year, Peyton Manning at the Super Bowl, I mentioned Elway. Like, you get this kind of farewell send-off, and it'd be really odd that the greatest quarterback of all time just played a divisional game, left the field, and that was it. And we didn't know for certain if that was it. Like, how shocked would you be if you find out that this is it for Tom Brady? Well, I would be shocked if that announcement came next week because I think this man in the arena is where he's going to announce it. He wants to control his brand, his message, his career. That's why. So this is why I go back and forth with whether or not he's retiring is because he is all about his brand right now, basically. So however he announces it, whatever next move he makes is going to be in a way to market himself as a Brady trademark Brady TM brand so it will be on man in the arena if he does it so either way we have to wait for the springtime which I can't wait for personally because this winter has been terrible but the because once the snow melts and we get man in the arena it's going to be great 
But if he announces he's retiring, it's going to be surreal to hear that from him. Because even if you're not a, a war, a Patriots fan or a Buccaneers fan, or don't live in Boston or in new England, it's, he is one, he's the greatest football player of all time. Ending, retiring. Most people right now, like people my age, I'm 30. Your whole life has been Brady playing, basically. Your whole, I was, uh, in 2000, I was, I was 9, 10. So it, it's going to be odd. It's odd right now also that he's still playing because he's, he's 44. And all the things that, that people have lived through and, and marked all these life milestones, he's still playing. He's older than all the coaches of the teams he's playing against. Like, it's insane. But even more insane would be to hear him say, I'm retiring. And you kind of, I'm just even imagining. I mean, it's kind of the same feeling as when he said, I'm leaving the Patriots. It's like, I don't know life outside of this. Like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, who am I going to root for? Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe. But who who else, what's going, it's kind of a, a once it happens, then you have to go through the steps of like denial and yeah. bargaining and all those steps. So it's going to be very odd. But again, I don't. I more and more I think about it, the more and more I don't think it will be this season. I think it will be next year at this time we're going to be asking this question again. Well, he had no Tristan Wirfs to block for ended up being a game-time decision, and they gave him a no-go. So they were missing their stud right tackle, and boy, oh, boy, that offensive line today, they really had to deal with that Rams defensive pass rush. Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, they all got to Tom Brady. They, They made life miserable for him. Uh, Rams two and a half point dogs we talked about it all week I think throughout the BetQL network I think a lot of radio hosts throughout the country did too the Rams on a teaser was one of the safest feeling bets I think for a lot of people because of that defensive line and because of those offensive line woes but I know the Rams won we got an NFC championship um, an NFC West conference championship matchup but I really do want to talk about Sean McVay here because that was an impressive start a heck of a start to be up 27 to three. And then I don't know what he's thinking there. Tom Brady's come back from 28 to three. It's not impossible. He just kind of turtled. And I know those turnovers are not Sean McVay's fault that Cam Akers had, but go for the gusto. Like you got to knock Tom Brady out when you have an opportunity. And I thought the Rams got a little lazy there. They really allowed Tampa Bay, especially with those turnovers to make that comeback viable and before you know it, you look up and it's tight, and you're just like, did Sean McVay just blow this game for his team? Heck of a win to get it on the road, and now you get to go play for the conference championship. But Lucy, they go to play San Francisco. They get to play San Francisco at home, and I'm sitting here nervous that if they're in the lead again, they're going to do what they did against San Francisco two weeks ago, and they're going to do what they did today against the Buccaneers. What's up with it? Especially with, well, I think with the Buccaneers today, they know Brady's done it before, but he probably thought, well, Brady's 44 now. He's with the Buccaneers. It's different. It's not, there's no Belichick, so it could be a different scenario, but I know, I think they underestimated. They they did, I think, get a little lazy, but in the end, they they pulled it off. Um, But I think also uh, Jimmy Fashionista showing up now with the, both of these (laughs) games, this is driving me nuts. Right before 49ers Packers, I felt so stupid for taking the Packers because I saw that picture of Garoppolo and I'm like, oh God. And, and then right before the Bucks game with Wirfs out, I'm like, oh, why? So I, even then I was like, oh, boy, now now I'm worried. I get that punch in the gut again. So it's these really game-time decisions that are changing the way I think about my bets. They're driving me nuts. Um, but, yeah, no, the 49ers are for real. So, yeah, it's that's going to be interesting. Well, I, I think we got, you know, Matt Stafford got an opportunity to make a throw that he never got to make in Detroit. I bet that felt amazing. Cooper Cup could not be stopped. Uh, Tampa Bay forgot about him several times. 
And I mentioned that stud defensive line, but when, they, when they're taking on a team that just beat them a couple weeks back in L.A. to even make the postseason, a team in San Francisco who goes to Green Bay, three, uh, uh, five, no, six, I think it closed at six, and the over-under ended up being 46, and the Niners don't just cover, they outright win on the frozen tundra, a block punt, they didn't have any offensive touchdowns, and they end up getting the go-ahead field goal with Robbie Gold eliminating the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers is sent home as the one seed, 0-4 in his career against San Francisco in the playoffs. And uh, just a heck of a night, but that San Francisco special teams unit in the defense. Right, and they have that confidence now. So I was mm-hmm. on the Packers, but I actually do love seeing Aaron Rodgers go down, which is why I was kicking myself because it would have been sweet to have to root for Aaron Rodgers but win. But after doing that and losing, that's a terrible feeling. Like, absolute. And to look at Garoppolo, be like, I should have been rooting for him the whole time. He was in New England. I was a bigger fan of Garoppolo than I was Brady. So I was like, why did I do this? This is so stupid. But now, <laughs> now, now I'm rooting for him. Although I'm rooting for a 49ers Bengals Super Bowl now because well, the, the face off between Burrow and Garoppolo, pregame outfits, postgame press conference outfits, I would look forward to that. Well, and not just the quarterbacks. I think the teams themselves, right? They offer a lot of entertainment even outside of the quarterback position. I'm going to tell you, I had the Niners at plus six. Also had them in a teaser bet, so I'm pretty happy about the way that thing paid off. Yeah, good for but you. But I'll, t- I'll tell you, Lucy, I had the Niners plus six, and when they when that game ended, it was the dirtiest feeling I ever had in my life. I'm like, they had no business winning that game, and yet here they are winning outright on the road as a dog. I haven't had a dirty feeling quite like that in some time. Uh, gambling and sports, but the Niners were able to provide that for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, I wish I was the whole game. I wish I was on them. And then I, at, toward the end of the game, I was like, okay, well, the Packers, you know, it'll be fine. And then, no, not at all. Not, not fine. This is terrible. But I mean, it's good that, you know, and also at Lambeau Field. Like, I didn't, that was another factor in this. I did not think Garoppolo was going to come in, the 49ers were going to come in there and, and pull that off, but they did. So that was, it was just the, the, first part of this weekend was great with the Bengals because I had them at plus three and a half but then everything else is just kind of falling apart but my favorite bet of the weekend is the over (laughs) in this game right now so I'm really hoping I'm also on Chiefs minus two so I'm really hoping both of those kind of even things out for me and I'm complete opposite so we actually have a a a showdown here on the on back to the futures Lucy's got the uh, the Chiefs minus the two and the over I got the Bills plus the two, and I'm taking the under of 54. That's a BetQL five-star lock this week. So we'll see if that happens again, 14-14 at the half. Let me very quickly, and then we'll go to Luke Pergrandi of PropsUp.com. Aaron Rodgers, did that damage the legacy, yes or no? I don't think so. I think that he has a long history. I think a big part of his legacy was – not the big part, but the drama before the season, which not many people are talking about. All the stuff about, you know, is he going to play? Is he, He's just, he, he seems very combative just in general. But he shows up to training camp in that office t-shirt with the Kevin spilt chili. And then it, people are like, oh, is he it's tanking the season? There was a lot of drama before this with Aaron Rodgers. He's, he seems like a different person, player, than he was before, I don't know, years ago, before he met Shalane Woodley. And she eats clay, so I don't know how that influences anything. But I... I wouldn't say it damages his legacy, no. 
All right, we got a lot more to get to. Luke Pergrandi of PropSwap.com joins us next. Back to the Futures in the Big. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some bets from Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague on Back to the Futures from BetQL. Start your day with a daily tip featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on The Bet. Presented by BetMGM. I don't think the Bucks have the weapons to do it. I feel like if they end up meeting Green Bay in Lambeau Field, I think Green Bay wins. But I said this earlier in the show. They should have pulled Tom at the start of the fourth quarter. That game was over. He still wanted to play. And I think it's because he wanted the reps with the guys out there in a huge situation because he knows he's going to have to have them down the stretch. I don't think they can pull it off, but I was impressed by what he did being down so many guys. Like, would you be surprised if the Bucs won the NFC Championship? Like, I wouldn't. And I no. think a lot of it has to do with the Bucs getting more healthy. And the one injury that I really am nervous about for Bucks fans is Tristan Wirfs. Like, he's an offensive tackle. He's questionable for this next game. He had a sprained ankle. So, for me, it's more about the health of the Bucs I wouldn't be surprised if they won the NFC The Daily Tip, morning 6 to 9 Eastern from the BetQL Network, America's home for wagertainment. It's BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Yeah. I actually had the sweet frog first. Oh. <laughs> That's an awesome move. Oh, By now the I time understand. I got to my, now my I meal understand. from Wendy's, okay. I couldn't even finish my fries because I was so full. My kids call that upside down dinner when we do that. Like get ice cream first awesome. and then the upside down meal. That's one of the most unhinged things I've ever heard in my life. Well, you've never That's done outrageous. this? That's outrageous. Never had dessert first. No! You guys have kids, you will do it. That's like your favorite thing. Like, we can have ice cream, then we'll have dinner. It's like, no, you've given them a million insane. dollars. That's, that's, no, stop. Well, my wife, you're like, an adult like me, it's I'm, still amazing. I'm, offend, I'm offended by that. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. The best players in the league perform even better with a great assist. And using BetQL to help take your sports betting to the next level, it's an MVP move. BetQL analyzes every bet from every game to find you the most profitable opportunities. Sometimes a spread is off by a few points or a total is way too high or low. BetQL shows you where the real value is so you can make smarter bets and cash in more consistently. All the bets from today's games are clearly listed and ranked on a scale of one to five stars. Those five-star bets give you the best chance to win and have shown real proven results. Get insights on sides, totals, player props, and more combined with articles from BetQL's team of wagering experts. BetQL has you covered for pro and college games, football, basketball, baseball, and even hockey and soccer. It's time to get better at betting with BetQL. Visit BetQL.com and use promo code BET for 20% off. That's 20% off with promo code BET at BetQL.com. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back in, guys. Back to the Futures here on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, wherever you find your podcast. Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague here. We have a lot more to get to in the divisional round. Cincinnati getting their first road playoff win in franchise history. San Francisco, we still haven't gotten into that game winning in the frozen tundra and beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers without an offensive touchdown. 
Um, and Buffalo, Kansas City will give me an update on that game. But uh, let's introduce a good friend of the show now. Luke Pergandy of PropSwap.com joins us as uh, he's going to walk you through, if you're not familiar what prop swaps are, he's going to walk us through what that is. And we'll get his general thoughts just where the NFL playoffs uh, are sitting right now and where there might be some real value with some real tickets. So, Luke, thanks for hopping on Back to the Futures with Lucy and myself. Um, for those that are new to it, can you walk us through the prop swap uh, situation at PropSwap.com? What do you do there? Sure. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Lucy, for having me on. Um, we are a secondary market for sports bets. So uh, this is a perfect uh, scenario with the Cincinnati Bengals going to the AFC Championship. This team in September was 180 to 1 odds. Just uh, mind-blowing. Wow. This would be, if they go to the Super Bowl, this would be the biggest long shot in NFL history as far as I'm aware if someone can pull a stat that's wrong but I've, I've texted a lot of reporters and had a lot of conversations in the last 24 hours and it seems like that would be the biggest long shot ever um so they were 180 to one odds so let's say you bet you know a hundred dollars uh at 180 to one that ticket would cash for eighteen thousand uh if the the Bengals win so now you have a decision to make you can post that ticket on prop swap uh their odds are about seven to one um so, you know, you can sell that hundred, uh, that 180 to one bet, the eight, that's worth $2,200 right now, a hundred dollar bet. So you have a decision. You can either post it on prop for 2,200, uh, and lock in some money or let it ride. Um, and then of course you have the hedging uh, option as well. You could make a hedge bet on whoever wins this. Uh, Chiefs Bills game and uh, it's going to be heavy minus money though you know we, we see the situation all the time where if you have a team that's an underdog if you want to bet uh, to hedge that out if you want to bet in Kansas City or Buffalo they're obviously going to be favored whoever wins so you need to have a lot of cash on hand um, a lot of $100 gamblers may not have uh, $9,000 to hedge properly on a sports bet and that's kind of where we come in so you could post a $100 bet for $2,200 um, you know, market value 22, let's say you post it for 2100. So the buyer cares about it and the buyer is interested. Um, and then the buyer comes in and pays you out. And, you know, what we always tell people is take some of the sale proceeds from your Bengals sale and go rebet the Bengals, right? I'm not telling you to completely get off of the Bengals. You've been riding this team since September. Like I get it. You're, you're, you have a relationship with this sports bet at this point. Um, but <laughs> You know, it would be it'd be silly. You've came so far and, you know, if they lose this next game, you walk away with nothing. Why not have the best of both worlds? Sell your ticket for a huge profit, 20x what you paid for it, um, and then take $500 and go rebet the Bengals at 7-1. to This is awesome. So I am in Massachusetts where sports betting is currently not legal, which is insane, but all the states around us, of course, it's legal. Can you do this in states where sports betting is not legal? Yes. So we're live in 20 total states. Um, that's a mix of mostly sports betting states and some non-sports betting states. So Massachusetts would be an example of a non-sports betting state that can transact on PropSwap. So, you know, a nice example here is I was going to show you this one PropSwap customer went over to Twin River over in Rhode Island and made tons of Patriots uh, futures, you know, 40 oh, to boy. 1, 80 to 1. Right, like just bet, Jeez. just bet the Patriots the whole season, 
and he posted those uh, futures on PropSwap last week before that Bills massacre, um, and he locked into profit. He turned like a thousand dollars into twelve thousand. Um, he walked away with twelve G's um, on all these Patriots futures by listing them for sale on PropSwap. So yes, people in mass can sell. Of course, you have to go into a different state to sell. Um, but also, if you lose, you want to go on our app or website right now and buy a ticket from another state that someone has posted, that is permissible as well. Wow. Luke Pergandy of uh, PropSwap.com is our guest here on Back to the Futures. Luke, let me ask you this question. Um, without naming names or specific bets, how often do you get a ticket onto PropSwap.com and you look at it and you kind of judge the person for maybe not holding on to and playing said ticket? Yeah. Um, so it depends what they price it at. There's a price for everything. And if they price it too low, then we're kind of like, mm, like maybe we should reach out and say, hey, like your bet is worth way more than you're posting it for. Typically what happens on PropSop, and this is true with any early market voice, is people price their bets too high. So, you know, the Bengals right now are seven to one. Someone will post a Bengals future at odds of two to one. And I'm like, okay, like the the Rams are two to one or like the chiefs are two to one, but like the Bengals are not two to one. So, you know, we, when we first started this company seven years ago, everyone pretty much unanimously said, I'll never sell my sports bet. Now we're at the point where I'll sell my sports bet, but I'm going to sell it for a price. That's not market. It's like, you know, trying to sell your used uh, Toyota Camry for, you know, $30,000. Like, no, like the price is you know, $12,000 for that car. Um, so yeah, it happens sometimes, but um, you know, we still, it's a constant education of, of uh, you know, that situation we laid out with the Bengals, like so a solution for someone that's been riding a, a team like Cincinnati's, you know, for five months now and they don't want to sell. What's the biggest ticket you've seen so far this season that has been sold on uh, um, top? that sold or that we posted yeah both actually okay um sold we just sold a um a seven thousand dollar miners future board they of course beat green bay that was a really large sale um the chiefs have, have pretty much they were 18 to 1 when they they were three and four um that was the highest that i've seen the chiefs go uh, and then the Niners, we've seen the Niners at 125 to one odds. Um, we've sold wow. multiple Niners tickets at 125 to one. They started out two and four, the Niners did. So, you know, these, this is the, you know, we, we've, we hear this all the time. People are like, well, like, I don't bet long shots. I'm, all, I'm like, well, you should, because literally every NFL season, there's a long shot that either makes it to the final four, makes it to the Super Bowl. Of course, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, before they, acquired Tom Brady last offseason, they were 80 to one. Uh, and we all know how that season ended up last year. Right. Luke, Luke, you got, you get multiple kinds of tickets, right? You get ones with big dogs and it's like Cincinnati, San Francisco, Super Bowl future ticket. Maybe that exists. And then people look at that and say, that could be amazing value. What, what is that in between though, between that and then going for like a Buffalo Rams Super Bowl, which probably has decent value as of right now. Like, how do you find that happy medium of value in, in a ticket to buy? Yeah. Um, so I'd say the first thing we try to tell everyone is price shop, right? So in New yeah. Jersey, you know, there's 26 sports books right now. Like, don't 
just download one app and take the price that BetMGM is giving you or DraftKings is giving you, like Price Shop. You should have five or six different apps on your phone or, you know, if you're a retail sports better, go, go, you know, check all of the apps and then go make the bet in person or whichever uh, book has the best number. But yeah, price shop, price shop, price shop. It's amazing difference. Like I said, the Bengals were 180 to one uh, on book and at that time they were 60 to one, right? I mean, you're literally getting more than, you know, three X, your money just by, and, and, you know, lo and behold, this team's got a shot here. You're literally making three times the amount of money just by, you know, downloading an app. And, you know, I, I use this website, oddsboom.com. It just shows all the different sports books, all the different odds for every team, Chiefs, Bills, whatever it is, and just shows the, the different odds on each of those uh, teams with the respective sports books. So, um, yeah, Price Shop is how – you know, we have these bulk customers, these power users that they bet the board and they're constantly finding the best number um, on an NFL future just by price shopping. It'll take you five minutes before you make a bet, but it, it can pay huge dividends later on in the season. Has there been any m- memorable instance of someone who sold their ticket and you thought I'm s- that person must be so glad they did that at this point? Yeah, I mean, my gosh, just... This weekend, we sold a ton of Packers futures. Um, we sold a monster uh, Tampa Bay Bucks future. That's um, wild. Oh, my God. That'd be such a relief. <laughs> these Patriots tickets, I mean, this is literally perfect, right? Like, this guy yeah. sold 15 different Patriots futures from, from Twin River, and he turned 1000 bucks into 11 Gs. Like, that's just oh perfect God. sports betting right there. Like, he, he shopped funny. around. He got 80 to one, he timed it right. And um, that's exactly the way to do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, you know, wait till March Madness in a couple months. I mean, th- these stories are are endless and, uh, but it's fun. You know, we, there's very, whenever we post, you know, Darren Ravel or whoever will post these sales on social media. Like there's so much polarizing uh, feedback when someone's like, oh, stupid idea by the seller. Someone will say a oh, horrible buy for the buyer. And, you know, there's just constant arguing and as with all sports betting, that's, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's studying this business has been a study in human psychology of everything else. Yeah. Luke Pergandy is our guest here, PropSwap.com. Now, uh, Luke, I got to ask you, because back to the futures, we love to talk about the games that happen, that are going to happen. What have you made just in general of the division around so far, man? You, you were texting earlier and 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 i think you have an eye for this stuff of where people might go with their tickets and whether they sell them or not on propswap.com just you as a guy watching line movement over unders etc what have you made a divisional round so far yeah i mean crazy that three kickers have won the game um for all three underdogs you know i mean it's incredible what mcpherson and cincinnati and uh, I'm a Bears fan, so watching Robbie Gold do that to to the Packers was pretty fun. He's a former Bear. Uh, I was very sad when they let him go, and and he's still killing it over in the Bay Area. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it pays to have good kickers. Clearly, in this in this divisional round, they've they've been super clutch, and um, you know this Bills Chiefs game is looking great. So it's been fun. I mean, certainly relative to last week, the Super Wildcard that was horrible. Like all those games were blowouts. Um, you know, besides the Cowboys Niners game, but everything else was a route. Like Chiefs Steelers was a joke. Like it wasn't even, you know, you, we, us sports betting people, like we spend, you know, 
11 hours each day sitting on a on our desk or on our couch watching football it's it's a little bit more enjoyable when there's exciting games and all three of these divisional round games have certainly checked that box oh definitely well, this makes up for last weekend by a mile this is i'm actually sweating watching these games last yeah. weekend not so much this is so <laughs> in chiefs bills here i am on the over 54 mm. Sprague over here is on the under what are you taking of this total so I don't trust the Bills defense. Um, oh so, no! Yeah, I, I don't trust them. I don't I don't trust their run game either. Although Singletary had a touchdown on opening drive, so I would go over. Yes. This game. The Chiefs defense, like in the first half of the season, they were literally like the league's worst, and then the second half of the season, they're like a top three defense. So like it's difficult to handicap whether this Chiefs defense is for real or not. But I don't trust the Bills defense, and then obviously you have the number one offensive league going up against them. Um, so I, I get over in this game. They do uh, have to Luke, start scoring here, though. <laughs> what was that, Lucy? Oh, sorry about that. They, they have to start Lucy. scoring because the over, it has to hit. I'm convinced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> uh, Luke, we got just a couple minutes. I, I do want to ask you um, – you know, the NFL is the craziest time, I think, for a lot of us that are within the gambling world. You mentioned March Madness, which is rapidly approaching. Is there a difference between those two in terms of the action and the amount of traction you see on prop swap between the playoffs and, and March Madness? Between the NFL playoffs and March Madness? Yeah. Oh, yeah. March, March Madness is far away the busiest time on prop swap. You know, the difference is that in March Madness, a Loyola Chicago – you know, can go from a thousand to one on March 15th to 10 to one on March 25th, right? It's literally like 10 days. These teams can go from crazy long shot with no chance of even winning to like, wow, this team is in the elite eight or in the final four. Like this team, this, these tickets, these Loyola Chicago tickets or Florida Gulf coast, or, you know, the examples go on and on. Wow. These tickets have exploded in value as opposed to the NFL. Like, the Bengals, yes, were 180 to one in September, but they weren't 180 to one in the playoffs either. They were like 15 to one. Um, so the time that it takes for a ticket to explode in value is way shorter in college basketball during March Madness than it is the NFL. Now the dollars wagered at NFL, of course, much larger than college basketball. But um, you know, it's it's prop swap makes money when these long shots become favorites. Um, and that's and college basketball is just perfect for that. Well, good stuff, man. Luke Pergandy of PropSwap.com. He's become a good friend of this show. We will talk with you again, Luke. We've got conference championship weekend next week, and uh, we'll touch base with you, see what PropSwap.com has going on with all the tickets, man. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Lucy. Have a good night. Thank you, Luke. All right, there we go. Good stuff from Luke Pergandy of PropSwap.com. We will dive into Cincinnati, Tennessee, Lucy, San Francisco, Green Bay. We'll give you an update on this Buffalo-Kansas City game. That's coming up next on the BetQL Network and the RCF. Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? You're listening to Back to the Futures from BetQL. Sports bettors, get locked into You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on The Bet. Every time I look at myself on camera, I want to, like, smash. Like, I hate myself right now. It's not that bad. It's <laughs> bad. 
<laughs> you're just used to, you're used to something it's new it's change and like in that promo that we run in the commercial well that's there, what i was gonna my say my beard combination is like so good it's like what happened like why did i do this every time i come on now i just go like ugh. <laughs> oh god i can't get, i don't think i can ever get rid of this thing i gotta trim it but i don't think i can ever get rid of it yeah the beard looks good why didn't you say to me like hey man you've got great hair keep it or like at least keep the beard because like, i feel like if i had my beard this would look I, this would look a lot better well this is a pretty I'm... my answer is pretty easy this is we all have things that are our areas of expertise. That's your area of expertise. Why am I going to challenge you on your area of expertise? You know what looks good. You're the one that told me to grow a beard. I used to look like a thumb. <laughs> now I don't. Now I do. You better you bet. 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network, America's home for wagertainment. It's BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. I'm just going to stop there. I don't want to beat too soon here with all these bets. I like when Aaron does this, and then like a week from now, I was like, I'm not, I'm not betting no more this week. I'm out. I'm done. But then we'll have the day. Then we go back to like one bet a day, and then I'll have like ten in a day. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by FanDuel, nine to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Start your day with a daily tip featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on The Bet. Presented by BetMGM. You choose to start the day talking about poetry? We have a new national champion in college football with mm-hmm. Jinx going on about poetry. Chelsea, you're in a bad mood, which I don't get. It doesn't make sense. We nailed our bets. The daily tip, morning, 6 to 9 Eastern from the BetQL Network, America's home for wagertainment. The best players in the league perform even better with a great assist. And using BetQL to help take your sports betting to the next level, it's an MVP move. BetQL analyzes every bet from every game to find you the most profitable opportunities. Sometimes a spread is off by a few points or a total is way too high or low. BetQL shows you where the real value is so you can make smarter bets and cash in more consistently. All the bets from today's games are clearly listed and ranked on a scale of one to five stars. Those five-star bets give you the best chance to win and have shown real proven results. Get insights on sides, totals, player props, and more combined with articles from BetQL's team of wagering experts. BetQL has you covered for pro and college games, football, basketball, baseball, and even hockey and soccer. It's time to get better at betting with BetQL. Visit BetQL.com and use promo code BET for 20% off. That's 20% off with promo code BET at BetQL.com. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague, only on the BetQL Network. All right, well, we've got a bit of a problem here on Back to the Futures. Lucy Burge is apparently going to be on the right wrong because I'm under a 54 Lucy's got the over, and Buffalo just scored a touchdown. Kansas City scored a touchdown. It is now Kansas City 23, Buffalo 21. Third quarter is dwindling down. So, Lucy, I'm sure you're feeling amazing as they get closer and closer to the fourth quarter. Feeling better and better. I This is getting closer to the over. The over is looking great. At This is wiping away all the Bucks tears. Going to have to take, put another shirt on for some whoever. I mean, the Chiefs, obviously. Um, is who I'm on, so I'm hoping that they cover or win outright or whatever. But I also am just so elated that they keep scoring because, as I just said to Luke, they need to keep scoring, and this is just what they're doing. So every time yeah. I bet the over, all I have to say is they need to keep scoring, and that's the little jinx there. 
Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I need this to stop, and I need to stop now because I'm not enjoying seeing these points be scored. Uh, we'll, we'll give you an update at the end of the show of what that game is. Let's let's dive into it a little bit here. We got futures for the Super Bowl. Uh, I want to quickly, Lucy, get your thoughts. Cincinnati on the road at Tennessee. Cincinnati had never won a road playoff game. Bengals were three and a half point underdogs to the number one seed Titans. The over under was forty seven and a half, and uh, Cincinnati gets the road win. On a McPherson field goal, as time expires, how did you feel about that matchup and what Joe Burrow was able to do on the road as an underdog to give the Bengals their first road playoff win ever? Yes. So this was a great start to my weekend because I had Bengals plus three and a half. So I thought I was rolling this weekend. Turns out that's not what happened, but... Bengals plus three and a half was amazing for me. I was all in on, and still am in on Joe Burrow, especially seeing his post-game sunglasses. And I thought, this guy is going to win the Super Bowl. As I saw those, I went, this is a Super Bowl winner right here. And that's why I want a, we can get into this later, but a 49ers Bengals Super Bowl is what I want. But yes, I was absolutely thrilled with this. I mean, I am so confident in Joe Burrow's confidence. He is so confident, right? Everything he says is just that he said, this is what we aspire. I mean, this is normal now. We're going to be in the playoffs now. The Bengals can win a Super Bowl. So that this is what we are aspiring to always now. This is normal. Come yeah, on. I mean, I, I love I love the swagger that you mentioned um, where he basically said, we're not in the playoffs to lose. We're in the playoffs to win, and we're coming for you. And I, I love that he took it on the road. And to be able to beat the one seed, the way that game kind of played out was was kind of funky. So for them to be able to get that field goal at the end there and walk off with that win, I will ask you, do, do you think San Francisco or Cincinnati was the bigger story of divisional round weekend? Which team stuck out a little more for you? Well, okay, I think the Bengals, because as Luke was saying, they were the longest long shot. They were from yeah. nothing. But coming into it, hearing, again, Joe Burrow's confidence – I kind of expected them to win. I wasn't super shocked that they won. I was shocked the 49ers won. So I would say the 49ers because I don't get the essence of confidence from Jimmy Garoppolo, really. I kind of, he's kind of like a very good looking kind of just a guy. Like he's just a guy. And Joe Burrow is this guy who his confidence means a lot. But Jimmy Garoppolo showing up in that outfit, that's what changed. But before the outfit, we'll go back before the outfit, I. Did not think the 49ers were going to win. So I would say the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I took the Niners six on a, on a whim more so than anything. I didn't feel amazing having a Jimmy Garoppolo ticket in frozen Lambeau Field. I'll say he had a couple throws that were flat out dropped. I thought he laid some dimes out there. But overall, like, they won this game because of special teams. Special teams is what won, this in the, won them that game. With the, uh, the field goals, with the not getting their field goal block, Green Bay does. They get their pump block. Niners get a recovery for a touchdown. That was the difference in this one. Um, you know, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers has to do, what his future is going to be. It sounds like he's probably going to contemplate and then leave. But San Francisco advances to the NFC Championship game, Lucy, against a familiar foe in the L.A. Rams. This, this line actually opened at Rams minus the four. And the over-under opened at 47. If I check it now, it looks like the Rams are favored by three. San Francisco, Lucy, has won the last five meetings. Shanahan, I've had a lot of people ask me, like, what do I think of that matchup? And while I think the Rams have the advantage in a lot of areas, Shanahan kind of owns McVay. They worked together once upon a time, and Shanahan just seems to get his team 
to be able to fight pretty well against Sean McVay-led teams. Uh, if I was to ask you, Lucy, now, where would you lean on L.A. and San Francisco NFC Championship game next weekend? San Francisco. And I like the over in that, but we'll save that too. But the 49ers, because I am very inclined to bet on the streak. They know that they can do it, and so they're just more likely to. So, yeah, I'm going 49ers for sure. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't leave you nervous at all. No, not not after that. After that win, I think he's he might not be nervous himself. He's like, wow, wardrobes can really, really raise up a team here. This is what this is. That is, I am all in on Jimmy Garoppolo in this. Yes. It, it should be worth noting too. Something to uh, look forward to this week, uh, everybody out there. Debo Samuel was seen limping, and he was down a couple times. We'll see a status report probably tomorrow and throughout the week to make sure he's good to go because we know how dire he is to that San Francisco offense. He's everything. If they don't have Debo Samuel, it's going to be hard to see the Niners keeping close with the Rams. And then also Trent Williams. Trent Williams was seen during that game. And, you know, part of this is, is it cold weather? Is it legitimate injuries? We're going to have to wait and see. But George Kittle went down in that game. Debo Samuel was out in that game. Uh, they already missing Thomas, and we'll see what happens with Trent Williams. Those are huge factors. Let's give you some Super Bowl futures here, Lucy. We've got the L.A. Rams are actually the favorite for the Super Bowl futures as we have them right now at plus 210. Kansas City, who is still playing against Buffalo, plus 220. San Francisco, plus 400. Uh, Buffalo, plus 450. And Cincinnati, plus 700. Lucy, are you going with one of the favorites? Or is there one with better odds that you're liking right now? So I am right now going with the Bengals. I am going with the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. To win the against, Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl against the 49ers. That's what I am all in on. The, there's something about them. It just draws me to them. And I, I see the, the confidence, but also who's gonna, who is going to stop them? With that, they're just plowing right through. That's what she said, but they're just rolling right through the playoffs. <laughs> See, okay. that's what she said. Uh, Pick up yeah. of the year Bengals Super Bowl win. Okay, I, I like that you dropped it. That's what she said. Do we want to make this a show bet, or do we not want to do that? Because I know you're going to be eating a balut egg here soon. I don't know if oh, you wanted boy. to add anything to it. Two balut eggs. So I, I will, yeah, I'm going to make that a show bet. Bengals. Bengals against okay. the 49ers. I tell you what, I will, I will bet against that. Okay. I don't think the Bengals make the Super Bowl, and I will bet you a pizza. If the Bengals make the Super Bowl, I will Venmo you money for a pizza, vice versa. We got a deal? That sounds fantastic. Okay, all right, well, we'll do that. Because I love that you have that confidence in Burrow. And honestly, yeah. after, after seeing the swagger that he kind of just carries with himself, like that is a guy that truly believes he's going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's not a, yeah. well, it's my second year in the league, I'm just – you know, it's our first time we're, we're learning. No, 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 no. He is there to win it, and he carries himself as if they're going to win it. It is, it is a lot of fun to watch. Exactly, and he said that is our standard now. We are going to be in the playoffs. We're going, winning is the standard. And if that's where his mind is, more power to him. I'm all in. Uh, update, fourth quarter is about to start here. Kansas City with the ball at about midfield, if I'm not behind here. And they are still up 23-21. So let's root for no more points to be scored in that one. AFC Championship game. Bengals are in it. Lucy likes them to go to the Super Bowl. What team does Lucy want to watch Joe Burrow and company play in the AFC Championship game? The Chiefs. Well, I'm on Chiefs minus two. So I I'm, I'm want them to 
play the Chiefs, and I'm thinking about Joe Burrow up against Patrick Mahomes right now, and I think Joe Burrow can do it. Again, the confidence. And I would take the under on Jackson Mahomes TikToks because it looks as if Patrick Mahomes has told his brother, do not post any TikToks before the game because his last one was yesterday. So I am hoping that that continues. What do you think that line's going to be? If it's Kansas City, if Kansas City can get past Buffalo, what do you think that line opens at between Cincinnati going on the road to the three straight AFC championship Kansas City Chiefs? I don't know. I would say Kansas City minus three. Kansas City's a favorite. Minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. I think it's going to be five. Okay. Maybe five and a half, yeah. Yeah, man, okay. you got Mahomes. They've been there. They've done that. Burrow and company kind of have that, like, prove-it factor, I think, on that next level. But I think Kansas City's going to be just slightly under a touchdown, which maybe it creates value for Cincinnati because I think a lot of people might jump in on Kansas City to kind of bump that number up a little bit. But I, we'll have to wait and see because, again, Kansas City and Buffalo uh, are still underway. Did you overall have a good weekend in the divisional round in your gambling, or did you find it a little frustrating? A little frustrating. A little bit. Just a tiny bit frustrating because the Bengals, again, fantastic. That was I was like, this is going to be a great weekend. The Bucks, that's a lock. They're going to win. And that's why I am absolutely shocked right now that the Bucks are out of the playoffs and that Brady, Gronk, they're done. They're out of the playoffs. And I saw Antonio Brown's tweet. I know we all saw this uh, about half an hour ago, which – I mean, it, okay, so it's Antonio Brown. It looks like he put it in, he didn't post this to Instagram, but he put it on his Instagram story and then screenshotted it and, and posted it to Twitter. It is a picture of him doing his very infamous now run off the field with he's holding in the picture a sign that he added that says Bucks eliminated. That's all it says. And above it, it says, I can't with a laughing emoji. This is what Tom Brady was trying to avoid, was trying to avoid people saying you missed Antonio Brown and that's why you should have kept him happy. You should have made sure he was totally fine. And that's why you are now not advancing in these playoffs because of Antonio Brown. And he didn't want this. And this is what's happening. And Antonio Brown has the absolute gall. Of course he does. He has, there's no standards for him, but the more I think about this tweet, the funnier it is. Yeah. I would highly advise if you're on Twitter to go check it out because uh, dear Lord, I'm not the biggest Antonio Brown fan, but Oh my Lord. He has an audience. I don't know how many of them are fans. Well, yeah, that might be the case, but it's it's an amazing tweet. It's tough to watch, but that tweet is, is outstanding tweet of the weekend. Unfortunately, Tweet of the week and a great week in division around football. Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game, San Francisco and the Rams in the NFC Championship game, NFC West title game. We wait, Buffalo, Kansas City, uh, and we'll give you those. Break it all down next week. And Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague, BetQL Network, Back to the Futures. Talk to you next week. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. Travis Thomas and Brandon Sprague on Back to the Futures from BetQL.